We have a special guest joining us now. It's a privilege to talk. This will be number two, the second time I've talked to Hercules himself, otherwise known as Kevin Sorbo. He's uh, had an extraordinarily successful film career, despite being, well, essentially blackballed or... Um, a victim of Hollywood's cancel culture. Kevin Sorbo has a new movie out. It's called Miracle in East Texas. It opens up next month. In fact, one month from today. Today's the 29th. This opens up on October 29th. And Kevin Sorbo joins us now here on AM 1420, The Answer. Kevin, thank you so much for the time. How are you this morning? I'm fine. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it again. Yeah, I'm so uh, looking forward to hearing more about Miracle in East Texas, but I know my listeners are much more fascinated by your story because cancel culture, we've been discussing it all morning in a different venue, uh, different circumstances here, but cancel culture continues to rule so much of our culture right now. Um, tell us what happened to you after your, your very successful run as Hercules. You got a great career going in Hollywood and then suddenly you start talking about God and you start talking about conservative things and immediately things change. Tell us about that. You know, I've always talked about God and conservative things, but in Hollywood, they used to be a lot more tolerant back in the eighties and nineties and things started changing in the last 10, 12 years, as you know, it's just gotten crazy. And, um, you know, I, I, Whatever I was saying and posting, and my manager and agent about a dozen years ago called me in, and I felt like I was at some sort of intervention. And they said, "We can't, we can't work with you anymore. The studios don't want to deal with it because of where you stand uh, politically." I'm going, "You got to be kidding me!" I said, "You guys are the ones who scream for tolerance all the time and freedom of speech, but you know Hollywood is just, just as hypocritical as Washington D.C. is, and uh, you know freedom of speech is a one-way street." So. I love the industry. My wife and I formed our own company, SorboStudios.com. I hope people go there right now, SorboStudios.com. A lot of information on not only the movie you mentioned, but on my new book that's just out right now, Brave Books, and many other things. But, um, you know, I, I wanted to keep making movies that Hollywood used to do, movies that had, you know, not necessarily faith-based movies, but movies that had, had hope and redemption and the good guy wins and uh, there, that there's a chance to uh, have a good, good laugh along the way. But uh, look at what Hollywood's doing. And uh, I'm just going to keep making the movies that they used to do is what I'm doing. You know, uh, that's that's a great point. I, I want to get back, though, to when, when your agent and uh, the production company started saying, we can't work with you anymore. Um, sure. uh, w- w- what's the first response? See, I know me. I, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a pretty emotional guy. I would have let my anger come forth. I would have been you you know I probably would have used some words that I wouldn't want to say around children. Uh, but I would have been I would have been very very angry. Did you push back or were you more confused or or how? What was your first reaction to? What are you talking about? You've been working with me for years and we make great movies together and great products together. What do you mean you can't do it anymore? Well, I laughed because my wife had been warning me for a long time and a couple other. Uh, um, A-list actors in Hollywood at you know different events like the Emmys or Golden Globes, where I would attend now and then, and they put my arm around arm around me and say, "Hey, you better tone it down." I said, "What do you tone it down? What am I? I'm not out there chanting on the streets, or I mean, I'm just posting stuff. That's the truth." And I go, "Yeah, I know, but you know, you're in Hollywood. You better just take it easy." And I thought that's just ridiculous. So I really became the first cancel culture victim, I think, before we even had that term. So. Um, since then, I've already been banned from Comic-Cons, from signing. I mean, good gracious. I mean, Hercules is the number one watch show in the world. Andromeda was in 156 countries. I mean, it's weird to me that uh, all it takes is a couple of these woke trolls out there to call up these autograph shows and say, if he shows up, we're going to riot. And these people succumb to it. And I go, wait a minute. you got three phone calls, and yet there's going to be 100,000 people there? What are you worried about? You know, it's just, but people cave. It's, we have so many sheep in this country that have no gut. Um, every movie I've been doing the last six, seven years, um, I get an actor, I get a producer, I get a writer, I get, you know, the camera guy, somebody walks up to me 
and very quietly says, hey, thanks for being a voice for us. And well, dude, be a voice for yourself. Oh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get blacklisted like you. And I said, look, maybe I'm not doing big budget movies or big TV shows anymore, but I'm still making movies that have a much better message than what Hollywood's putting out there. So I don't know. I think, you know, we need to walk that road less traveled with Jesus and not be afraid. But so many people, you know, fear is a great weapon and government and Hollywood uses it very effectively. We're talking with Kevin Sorbo, uh, actor and now movie producer. He's got his own film company, SorboStudios.com. You should check it out, and you will learn more about uh, Miracle in East Texas there as well in a moment or two. But st- sticking with this for a moment, Kevin, um, do you feel as though what happened to you was intended to happen to you? And by con- or for context, um, anytime something negative that has happened in my life and in my family's life, my wife and I have, like you know, like everybody, were first shocked by it, or you're you know you're, you're saddened by it, or so forth. But what we've come to realize is sometimes it's a week later, sometimes it's a year later, sometimes it's even more than that. You look back and say, you remember when that happened? Here's why it happened. Look where we are now. We almost just, now we come to trust that anything that happens, including things that are negative or bad or things that are done to us, they're being done for a reason because they're, and it, may, it may not reveal itself for a while, but, but we're going to end up in a much, much better place. It has been absolutely 100% of the time with us. Did you approach it that way as well? Um, after thinking about it, I agree with that 100% because I just figured, you know, when I looked at my wife and I said, you know, the door got closed, but God opened another door. And um, I just thought, all right, this was supposed to happen. This is the way I was supposed to go now. And I love what I'm doing. Other independent uh, production companies get a hold of me. I've been shooting four or five movies a year, every year. The only, the only tough thing we have in the indie world is how do you get these movies out there? When you're shooting three, four, five million dollar budget movies and people go, what's a lot of money? That's catering budget on Pirates of the Caribbean and Guardians of the Galaxy. Those are $300 million movies with a $100 million advertising budget. So Hollywood has the power to to really promote their uh, movies and get them out there that deal with violence and sex and hate and anger. And they got an agenda there, which is just bizarre to me. So I've got to rely on word of mouth. And like talking to you now, when I tell people go to SorboStudios.com, they can get all kinds of information on my books, on my movies coming up, all that stuff. And we got to rely on that. I mean, God's Not Dead was this movie I did back in 2014 that was an anomaly in the indie world because it was a $2 million budget made $140 million. That was all in word of mouth. That's that's crazy for a movie like that to make, you know, 70 times a return on its budget. So we need to hopefully get people to jump on board. And uh, I get stopped all the time and say, we love your movies. Please do more. Well, then please support it. Otherwise, these things will die away. And Hollywood, we know, is winning that culture war right now. Very well said. Kevin Sorbos, I guess, and it's funny when you say that, you know, God, uh, when, when the door is closed, God opens another one. Sometimes, and this was kind of the point I was driving at, I found that I feel like is God is the one who closed the door because he wanted to open another and wanted to put me in a different place, and it was going to be better for me and better for people around me. And I feel like that's the reality of it, and I feel like that's what happened with you. Just based on listening to you and reading some of the stuff you've written, um, that is exactly what happened. He closed the door because you were supposed to be in a better place. You were supposed to be at SorboStudios.com. You were supposed to be inspiring people with films that you make, even though, as you say, not all faith-based, but family-friendly and things that people uh, can take with them and share with their families. You were supposed to do that. And in order to make that happen, you know, uh, maybe that cancellation was something that was, um, you know, was, was uh, providential. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I every movie's faith-based. I mean, if you're an atheist, that's a faith. That's a religion unto itself. And to me, it's an amazing faith because you believe in absolutely nothing. That takes a lot of faith to think that there's nothing out there after you live your life. And that's it's kind of sad in a way because there's really no hope 
in, in that sort of existence. And I think that's what stems from a lot of anger and hatred. I mean, if you wanted to do a documentary on Antifa members, I bet you there's a common denominator in that group for sure. So um, I don't know. It's just I'm, I'm grateful to keep things going. I love this industry. I hope I'm blessed like Clint Eastwood and keep making movies into my 90s. And um, I see no retirement down the road for me because I love what I do. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, we're always looking for investors. So if somebody wants to come and jump on board and join the Sorbo Studios, we, we, we have amazing scripts down the pipeline here we're trying to raise money for. So um, we're always, every time we've been funded, i got to be honest, it's been a god thing. Every single time. It just came out of the blue. And uh, uh, thank God and that, that keeps happening. That's phenomenal. I'm so happy to hear that. We're going to talk about one of those scripts that turned into Miracle in East Texas. One more thing, though. About the only thing more woke than Hollywood these days, I think, sadly, is the American education system. And this is even more important mm. because Hollywood is different. <laughs> Our kids' minds are being played with. You are and your wife, Sam, are strong advocates for homeschooling. In fact, you're not only telling people to homeschool, you're offering training on that. Can you tell me more about it? You know, we started homeschooling our kids, the oldest by the time we took them out of second grade, and we just dove into it because we said, this is ridiculous. And I had friends. I grew up in Minnesota. I got good friends of mine that were homeschooling back in the 80s when, you know, people are going, what? What are you doing? And now it's just taken off. And I think one of the major blessings of COVID, which are very few because of the evil of COVID and the fear that government used to ruin so many lives, um, is that 2 million more families are now homeschooling because they woke up and saw the reality of how horrible our public school system is. And it just gets worse and worse every year. And um, it, what's amazing is the passiveness of Americans that just don't do anything. I think the biggest killer in America right now is apathy more than anything else. And But 2 million more homes looked at it and said, wait a minute, look at what the school boards are doing. Look what the public schools are doing. Uh, we we can't use this as a, as a babysitting service for our kids anymore. Let's get them out. So... She travels the country. She's written a number of books on that. Uh, once again, SorboStudios.com, because both our both our sites are merged together. And Sam is a huge advocate for it. And we're actually speaking together at Liberty University next month. And from there, we're going to be speaking with all the GOP candidates up in New Hampshire, where I'm going to talk about the culture war with Hollywood and the movies I do compared to them. And Sam's going to talk about the far advantages of homeschooling compared to public schooling. That's phenomenal public service right there. I love that. You guys are uh, you guys are an inspiration. We're talking to Kevin Sorbo. He's a Hollywood legend from uh, Hercules and from Andromeda and so many other things. Now he is the producer and owner of the studio, Sorbo Studios, and he's still making great films, over 50 films on his own since he essentially was bounced from Hollywood. Let's talk about Miracle in East Texas. Um, first of all, it opens up one month from today, which is very, very cool. And what an interesting cast, too. John Ratzenberger, uh, who's another of the, you know, very few outspoken conservative, I think, voices, uh, still in Hollywood or still in, in, in the motion picture, in, picture industry. But John Ratzenberger from Cheers and Lou Gossett Jr. from an author center gentleman. Very interesting cast. Tell us about this movie. It's a true story. Um, about from 1930. It's written by uh, Oscar-nominated writer Dan Gordon. He was nominated for original screenplay. He wrote The Hurricane for Denzel Washington. He wrote Whiter for Kevin Costner. He was the showrunner in Highway to Heaven. He wrote 60 episodes of Michael Landon's series. He's an amazing writer. Been a good friend for many years. Brought me a script. I fell in love with it right away. We're lucky once again. It was another God thing how we got funded. I was at an event speaking, and somebody asked about how do you fund the movies, and we told you know this, that, and the other thing. I'm signing my book. A guy walks up and says, why the piece of paper from people? Can you make a movie with this much money? I looked and I said, yes, I can. So <laughs> it was just an amazing, amazing gift right there. And uh, this is a story about two con men, played by myself and John Ratzenberger, that went through Oklahoma and Texas 
wooing widows out of their money on fake oil wells. They would sell 500% of the shares, declare, declare a dry hole, move on to the next town. This was in 1930, right in the middle of the Depression. They get to Kilgore, Texas. They strike oil. True story. Largest oil fund in the history of the world. So I'm not giving anything away. It's in the title, Miracle in Texas. But there's more miracles that follow afterwards. And it's a wonderful PG-rated family movie. Ron Fathom. Now, here's the thing about Fathom. You only get two nights, but they get you in the theater. So we got 750 screens. And if we fill these seats up, we'll get more days and more screening time. So I pray that people go out there, pay it forward, tell 10 people to, 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 to buy tickets, to have those 10 people tell 10 more people. We're looking at the power of 10 here and the power of God, hopefully. It's um, a comedy. It won best, best romantic comedy. It won best faith film. It won best judges' favorite, audience favorite. It won 10 different awards at 10 different film festivals. I love wow. the fact that they, yeah, they can't pigeonhole this thing, which I love because it's a movie for everyone and it's PG rated and it's just a lot of fun and um, it's just a great ride and it's a true story. I watched the uh, trailer last night in preparation for our conversation today, and it's right there on the website, soberstudios.com. You can watch the trailer for uh, Miracle in East Texas. And, and, of course, you don't want to give anything away and do any spoilers, but it is inspirational because when you talk about con men and when you talk about a movie that is that is inspirational and faithful, you know that something good happens in the end. And I love the idea that you and we can make this uh, available to more people by going out there and supporting it in the first two days and the 750 screens you're on. And, Kevin, I'm looking at the page right now uh you can buy tickets right there at soberstudios.com find the uh, movie theater near you by clicking that buy the tickets link people can do it uh, a month before it even comes out yep that's the key just put your zip code in i'll let you know what theaters are near you and uh like i said i get stopped all the time and people say make more of these well we made more of them and this is a wonderful family movie it's not r-rated it's not pg-13 rated it's got no violence in it it's got a lot of good laughters in it and some very much emotional touching moments as well it's just a fun true story and dan gordon wrote uh just a, a great script it was so much fun to be part of it and i directed it as well it was an honor to do that as well i want to let everybody know in uh, northeast ohio here i just punched in my zip code as we spoke and it's going to be at regal uh, uh crocker park uh in westlake it's going to be at cinemark at strongsville south park mall and cinemark at valley view as well that's just with my zip code your zip code may vary depending on where you are in northeast ohio but it's going to be available here starting october 29th and 30th those are the two dates and as kevin said the more people that watch the more dates that they'll get in more theaters and the more people can be entertained and uh and inspired by by this great film kevin sorbo uh you are a walking miracle yourself uh because of what you've been able to do the way you were able to build yourself and rebrand yourself after what hollywood did to you that is a phenomenal thing thank you for what you do thank you for coming on with us we appreciate you very much i appreciate it i got a good quick plug i'm, I'm with the brave book family now it just came out go to bravebooks.com i did a book called the test of Lionhood. it's a wonderful children's story about letting boys grow up to be boys and become strong men. It's a wonderful one. I'm being, of course, I'm being attacked already for saying that. But this is this is not anti anything. This is pro child is what it comes down to. And uh, if people remember last year, uh, Kurt Cameron made his own book with that same company. He got attacked at libraries. They banned him from reading, but they were okay with drag queens reading to seven year olds. So um, this is the world we're living in. But they can go to bravebooks.com and pick up my book and free autographed copy as long as you join for one year and you get a new book every single month. Kevin, that's a conversation we need to have. I wasn't aware of the book, and my apologies for that. Um, we need to have a separate conversation about that and that alone, because that is a huge, well, huge... Uh, yeah, let's set that up. I'm full yeah. for it. But StorbleStudios.com right now, get the movie ticket. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you, Kevin.